0: My name is John O'Morchaud, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. I'm going to continue with race because uh, they're continuing with race. Who? The left, the liberal left, is progressive, Democrat, socialist, communist, social justice warriors. Oh shit! There goes my drink. Um, it's weird. Like this shit that you'll go through, that you'll see, that you watch, what have you, that you uh, are exposed to when doing, well, I guess the stuff that I do, (laughs) Um, I came, dude, I couldn't tell you why I came across this, again, there's a lot of information that it's like, why do you know that, I don't know, I just, I I, I, I see shit, okay, that's just what it is. But anyway, and I guess it's it's kind of like a silver lining to Facebook and how awful I think it is, but yet there's, I guess, some benefits there. Small benefits. Um, so anyway, what I'm alluding to is there was a video that I was watching last night, and it's one of these fucking, I don't know, like hood-ass interviews being done by these guys. Now, there was three of them. And the smallest, skinniest dude was, I guess, being the guy being interviewed. And these other guys that were at this, like, folding table on the other side of the room, about fucking ten feet from this guy, which was odd. Um, you know, they were asking him shit. One of them was a great big fat motherfucker. And then the other guy was just a normal looking dude. And... um they were talking about, I guess, like, 13-year-old gangbangers. And all of these guys were black. That's going to be important here in a minute. Right? Because, obviously, I'm talking about race. But anyway. Um, you can tell all of them were, like, from the hood. Um, Why? Because they're black? No. Because of what the shit they were saying. The littlest guy on the other side of the room was... Uh, going off. I mean, he really got in the spell. And him and this, the big fat fella were like, kind of getting into it a little bit in the beginning. But it wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't like they were about to start throwing punches. It was just, you know, a bit of a, a disagreement or an argument, I guess. Um, but anyway, so the skinniest guy starts fucking really going on. And unless you were raised in a fucking mansion, um, I guess you couldn't understand what this... Or, Wait, am I saying that right? Whatever. Into of the point is, is that even guys from the hood would have a hard time understanding this motherfucker because of this brain shit he was saying. But I, under, like, you can still kind of get the gist of what he's trying to say. And what he was trying to say was that 13-year-olds in the hood, 13-year-olds on the street don't have a code. There's an issue with that, right? He was talking about how he was raised. Now, what I couldn't really decipher was, did he kill somebody when he was 13? He had kind of said it, but it sounded like he was talking about the guys that he was locked up with in Juvie. That he was laying next to, him, and he, he said it in different ways. Listen, if it sounds like I'm having like I'm not explaining it very well. I'm explaining it fucking perfect, okay? It's the guy that was saying it that, that was hard to understand. But, like I said, you get the gist that he was sleeping next to 13-year-olds who'd killed their own parents. And he kept saying, Mom and Dad, I highly doubt there was a dad anywhere in the vicinity of the, the, the kids that he was sleeping next to in their entirety of their life. Um because boys with fathers tend not to fucking kill their mom and dad when they're 13. Has it ever happened? I guess it might've. I'm not holding out that possibility, but I'm, I'm shedding light on the idea that kids in the hood, gangbangers, tend not to have their fathers around. Are there exceptions? Yes, sometimes there's a gangbanger who has kids. Sometimes he sticks around. Okay. There's an exception. But anyway. um, He... I don't know if he meant to say this. But this is my fucking point. Always. He pointed out that rap was one of the factors behind why kids act the way that they do in terms of being gangsters and wanting to be gangsters. Rap, as I have talked about before, oh, fuck you. Um, sorry, I had a kinda... guy you know how, like, if you'll go to change lane, but the guy behind you is going faster and he goes to change lane, what I've stopped doing is getting back in my lane and let him move. Fuck you. I'm not doing this shit anymore. Anyway, that just happened. Rap? And it's not all rap. I'm fucking... I get it. Hashtag not all. Okay? So I don't to fucking keep saying that. But... and be this type of stupid shit. This is targeting a certain group of people. And it's not white people's fault. And white people, along with brown people, along with black people, along with everybody needs to quit pretending as if this isn't the fucking case. music and fucking making it out to be cool and and, and and projecting it out on others and shit like that this helps no one except for a very 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 small group of people in fact it hurts people quite a bit being a gangster does not make you a better person in any way shape or form like a gangster rapper. I'm not even, but even in like the Italian circles, the Irish mob, shit like that. The, apparently, the Jewish mob and the Purple Gang, if you've never heard of them. <laughs> if you've never heard of the Purple Gang, go ahead right now, stop this, listen to it later, and you are listen to the rest later, and look up the Purple Gang. It will shock the fuck out of you. At least it did me. See, I had grown up always hearing about the Jews having been slaves and never really seeing any Jewish, at least not that I knew of, any Jewish, like, boxers or warriors or shit like that, with the exception of David and further beyond him. Right? I don't really think of, like, warriors and then it, it pops to my head, Jews. just does It never made sense. Not to say that they can't be. It's just that's how I... Envisioned uh, Jewish people growing up. I didn't have a whole bunch of Jewish people that I was around. In uh, elementary school, we had one. It was where I learned about a dreidel. And by the way, nobody treated him poorly. We were all like super interested. Like, what's this shit? Wait, like, what? Wait a minute. You don't, you don't celebrate Christmas? No, we have like eight Christmases. Let me get this shit straight. You have eight Christmases. Well, sort of we have like a present that we get to open up each night. I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound like my Christmas. I get like eight presents on Christmas day. I guess it's kind of the same. You know what I mean? That's what I grew up with. But when I, (laughs) when I heard about the purple gang, I was like, what the fuck, dude? They were vicious. They were mean sons of bitches. But anyway, My point being is that uh, gangster mentality, gangster rap mentality, rap mentality, all this shit are factors for making shitty people. And sadly, you have a large group of a community who have openly embraced this mentality as a part of their culture. And it was targeted to be so. People with black skin have been a target. And it's not a systemic problem or a systemic issue, or at least not in the way that most people think. It's a way to divide, to divide black people all over the world from other people. You know, organically, we're going to have our differences. Obviously, we have different uniforms that we can't take off, right? So we're automatically going to have differences. But as I said in the last episode, racism was on life support. About, oddly enough, under... Uh, uh, George Bush it was on life support and then in came Barack Obama oh fuck here we go you know what I mean and it wasn't because he was a black man it was because he's a democrat and the democrat democrats saw an opportunity to infuse racism again to highlight it to push it in order to garner power. Fuck dude, before Oprah Winfrey opened her fat fucking mouth, nobody knew who the fuck Barack Obama was, no one. And my biggest issue at the time was like, how the fuck are you gonna hire a guy that sounds like the people that they're making out to be the people that fucking attacked our our peace, our World Trade Center, our liberties, our fucking freedoms? Now, I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying that's the enemy that they gave us and now they're going to push our enemy into being the fucking president of the United States of America. I could have gave a shit what skin color he had. At that time, and that was still the golden age of, um, of conspiracy research uh, content. You know what I mean? There's a lot of us that were like, what the fuck is happening here? Oh, he went to the Bilderberg Group. Now it makes sense. (sighs) But yeah, as long as the Democrats see that they'll get power with racism, racism will be a thing. And funny enough, I was uh, just hanging out with my cousin. Uh, We went to confession, and then we went and got some food, and then we digested, and we watched a show on Netflix called... Oh, fuck. What was the name? The History of Cuss Words, I think, with Nicolas Cage, which I have always enjoyed Nicolas Cage. Always. I've always thought that he was a pretty good actor. Uh, Raising Arizona was, like, one of my first movies that I ever saw with him in it that, like, I, uh, I noticed it was him, and it was such a strange fucking movie. I mean, I was a kid. I was just a baby at the time when I watched it, you know? So... It was it was goofy. It was weird, you know. So I'd always kind of uh, thought of him as being an oddball, which he is. But I've also really always liked his his uh, his acting. His hair choices? I don't know about that. But anyway, um, we watched the first one about five minutes in. It's about pussy. It just wasn't that funny. It's supposed to be a a Netflix original comedy series, and it's just not that funny. Um, and the, so the first cuss word was pussy and it's an episode long right for each word and then the second one that we watched was shit we started going through shit and I've always thought that shit wasn't really a cuss word in fact um, my best friend Shane his mom who, who I've always called mama um, and she's my second mom she uh, she had always always allowed us to say I think three cuss words hell damn and shit but you couldn't abuse them Right, So you hit your knee on something, you're like, ah, shit, or damn it, whatever. We can never say fuck, and we can never say the Lord's name in vain. And I really wish I would have stuck to that, to, to the second one. Never saying the Lord's name in vain. I have a hard time with that, obviously. So anyway, um, watching this episode, there's a point, and I, I'm i sitting there with my cousin, and it comes up, and I'm just like, you're shitting This fucking dude in here who looks like one of those faggots that likes to uh, pretend as if he's an old soul and he wears like weird fucking um, Elizabethan era clothing and shit, you know. This fucking guy comes out of nowhere. They're talking about Tipper Gore, who was a Democrat, whose husband is Al Gore, who was the the second lady, I guess is what they're called, the vice president's wife. And back in the day, when she was, like, fighting to get the FCC... I thought it was a Christian right thing. Turns out it was Tipper Gore and Al Gore and all them fuckers. Anyway, she was fighting to get the FCC to clamp down on people using sexually suggestive lyrics in their music. Uh, uh, Fuck, what's his name from Twisted Sister... Was actually up there. And it's so funny because that was the case. Uh, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, they had just fucking talked about this guy going in front of Congress to talk about it. And then here comes this fucking dude, and he's black, by the way, not D. Snyder, but the other guy, in the Elizabethan, Elizabethan clothes and fucking hair and all that shit. And uh, this fucking guy came out, and, and what they had eventually come to the terms of was putting a. a Parental advisory sticker on albums that had cuss words in their song. This fucking guy comes out to go, I saw it as implicitly racist. And it was like, Of course! It just came out this either at the end of 2020 or at the beginning of 2021. So, like, last month or the month before. And I'm just like, Of course, dude. Everything's racist. And I'm like, You dumb motherfucker. I don't know if he knew about the editing selections and all of this, but they were talking about D. Snyder from Twisted Sister getting in front of Congress. He is a fucking crazy white guy, and here comes this twat to go. Ah, it's it's inherent it's implicitly racist. How? And then he went on to like talk about how the the parental advisory came out when. Uh, hip hop just came out from underneath the underground and it was making its way and it's a you know a youth movement and all this other shit and it's just like no dipshit, it's for any album that has cuss words in it it goes it, goes, it would have been like if Johnny Cash had said fuck in any of his songs, they would have thrown one on there it was in all it was on all of my CDs back in the day that I wanted to listen to you know what I mean? Corn and limp biscuit and all that shit. Everything had an a parental advisory sticker on it. You know, anybody that's at least I don't know thirty. Oh fuck! I can. Oh yeah, I can. I'm good. And it was just like you shit me. Well, in the midst of all of this, you have this other guy who I think is, sounds very reasonable, and he's also a black guy. Just to show you that I'm, I'm not taking sides. And this guy was like, so who says that these cuss words are cuss words? Who says that they're bad? And he's making all these arguments, and my cousin didn't quite catch it in the beginning when we were talking when they were talking about making it racist, and so he rewound it. And we got to listen to everything again, and I'm like, I go, it's funny that they're making all of these arguments just for this one word shit. And then this twat comes on to say that they're it's racist. I go, they're making all of these arguments for the word nigger. And not only that, but also a hate speech. In the sense of not stopping people from saying it. They're making those arguments. And I was like, I can bet you and I would love for it not to be Nicolas Cage but I can bet you that every one of these motherfuckers on here and Sarah Silverman was on one of the episodes and all this other stuff, all of these fucking people believe that you need to censor hate speech. And yet, because it's a cuss word, they think that's okay. But hate speech is bad, even though there's no definitive hate speech. It was it was so fucking hypocritical of them to be on this show saying all this shit when I know that they're all in favor of banning... Hate speech, which again, there's no definitive uh lexicon of fucking hate speech. Like we don't know what that is. You know? So it was just interesting to see. See, I'm off the highway, now I'm on the fucking back roads, and it's Michigan Roads, and it sounds like shit. go 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 gum. It's sh- But they're, they're accidentally doing things. They're accidentally, I think, coming back around to logic and reason and rationale and common sense. And they don't even realize it. You know, they'll ban hate speech. Again, for anybody that's on the left, that's listening, that ever listens to me, understand this. The things that you do against us will come back around to you by your own fucking people. If you ban any part of free speech, which is speech, it's going to come back around to haunt you. It's going to come back around to affect you. If you're okay with censoring people because they say things that you don't like, they have beliefs that you don't like, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. It's going to come back to you. So wake the fuck up. And again, I'm going to reiterate this. I'll tell you right now. I don't know if I ever said this before. Um, I do have friends that are racist. I've talked about it before. Maybe not quite like saying it like that, but I do. I have friends that are racist. (gasps) We knew it. Okay, what would you have me do? Kill them? I don't want to kill them. How else do you get somebody to change from being racist? Now, it's not all my friends. It's a few of them. Yes, it just so happens that they're, they might be in the south. All right, um, but and I have and I've had family members that were racist. My grandfather was terribly racist. But did you want me to kill him? I mean, he is dead, but I didn't do it. <laughs> like, what do you what do you want? Well, I think the left does want them dead. They want them not to be able to to to, to live. And my argument to that is, well, you don't change them. And that there is a possibility. I mean, are you saying that there's no pop? And, and in all of this, understand, there are plenty of black people who are racist as all fucking get out. You ever heard of the black Israelites? Oh my god, these fucking retards are racist as fuck. Would I be friends with them? Yeah. Am I going to do racist shit with them? No. I mean, it's like gay people, right? Like, I'm not a big fan of what you do. But, you know, I've got a way that I live that I think is pretty kick-ass, and I'd like for you to come over and do that. And it's really not gonna hurt you, you know? You're gonna have a good time. And as long as that's attractive, and not in a sexual way, but as long as that's attractive, that will attract people over. And it's through understanding. It's not closed-mindedness and shit like that because it's stupid. But understanding. And when you give somebody an example of a better way to be, it will attract them over. But that's what we're seeing right now with Black Lives Matter and the liberal leftists and shit like that and Antifa and all that. It's not attractive. You guys are fucking assholes. You're terrible. Oh my God. Black Lives Matter just got... um, uh, it's, what is it nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize can you believe this shit I mean the Nobel Peace Prize when they gave it to Barack Obama for merely saying what he was going to do which he never did the things that he said he was going to do um, they gave him fucking Nobel when they did that when they gave Barack Obama a Nobel Peace Prize based off of what he said he was going to do and hadn't done the Nobel Peace Prize lost all credibility because you gave it to a black man? No, because they gave it to someone based solely off of what he said he was going to do. Before he ever got in office. It's terrible. Or maybe he'd been in office one month. I could could be off. It's fucking terrible. Black Lives Matter. Can you believe this shit? Might as well give Antifa one too. They were all out there burning down buildings and shit. Two billion plus in damages. Over 25 people dead. And they get the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, they were—they went were up on the Capitol. I didn't say that they had to give them a fucking Nobel Peace Prize too. In fact, don't give any of them people a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. There was no peace. Peace. How can you? G- I don't get it. How can you give somebody a Nobel Peace Prize when you have chaos and destruction, the exact opposite of what fucking peace is? You know. Well, I do get it. It's 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 all for show. It's a shit show. But anyway, my point is is that. You have the left and you have the liberals who think in order to handle racism, you have to, one, you can't just not be racist, you have to be anti-racist. What does that infer? Well, it infers that you have to go out and and I guess beat the shit out of people and cause people not to live anymore. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're getting them fired from jobs, they're getting them doxxed, they're getting them attacked. And it's like, do you think that that's going to end their racist beliefs? Or is it going to galvanize it? It's going to galvanize it. So your way does not work. We'll just kill them all. Yeah, you can. You haven't killed all of them now. And in fact, you say that there's even more white racists today than ever. This is another thing. When when they say that uh, white supremacy is, is the number one biggest threat, according to, who was it? The CIA or Homeland Security or some shit. Where... Where? Where are you seeing attacks by white people against people who aren't white in the name of whiteness? Where are you seeing any of that? Well, Charlottesville, you mean the thing that happened like four, four years ago in which one person died and it wasn't really clear that it, it was like on purpose? And it certainly wasn't planned out. You had some assholes who fucking took tiki torches and marched up uh, to a a Confederate statue saying they will not divide us, talking about the Jews. I don't even think they were talking about black people. And that was the night before. Now, there was some people who were going out there who weren't a part of that group in order to defend uh, the statues. And you've heard me talk about, you know, kind of wrestle with the idea of... uh, defending having the statues up and not. You know what I mean? I, I certainly wouldn't have went and fucking did, I don't think. Or at least not, certainly not with the fucking guys with the Those guys were fucking odd. But anyway, um, but that's the only fucking example that they have. Trump said there was very nice people. You know damn well that's not what he said. There's a whole lot more than what he fucking said there. And people, this just goes to show you how, and I'm standing by this, I think from now on, I'm not going to fucking wrestle with this anymore, is that over half of our country is stupid. Over half the population in our country is stupid. That's hard to fucking change. It really is. And it's just ignorance. It's just people um, who I can't give credit to anymore about just wanting to live their lives. I can't do it look at what's happened dude we have fucking face masks that don't work they've allowed for the government to stop them from fucking working not all of those people are stupid I'm not saying that I'm just saying over half of our country I think is stupid as fuck dumb Americans apparently and they just keep going along with shit well so do you yeah I know good point but overall How do you you stop racism? Well, you change it. And not who you're racist to. You end it through showing people that it's okay not to be racist. You can have fun with people of other races. And not only that, helping people to understand that skin color doesn't dictate your character. Skin color doesn't dictate anything. You can't choose it. it, There's no ideology in it. Ideology? There's no ideology in it. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to, to judge somebody based off of their skin color. It makes no sense whatsoever. And so, for any of those racist friends that I have, do you think I'm any different to them as I am here? And guess what happens when we get into conversations like this? They have no answer for me, but they see. All right, John's actually not so bad a guy, and he seems to have a pretty good life, and he's and he's trying, and he's a good guy. I would consider him good. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I can try doing what he does. And guess what happens? They don't go out and hurt anybody because of their skin color and shit like that. They're changing. So instead of going out and killing people merely on the fact that they don't they don't share your beliefs. They have some beliefs that you may feel are abhorrent. How are you to change that? Kill them? No, you can't kill all of them. That'll only only galvanize it. You can't hurt them. That'll only galvanize it. So you gotta change their mind. And that's how you do it. I live how I fucking talk, dude. So, I just... I don't know, man. The shit's gonna keep going on. They're gonna keep pushing race and things like that. So, you know... It is what it is. But we can change it. We can keep trying to make this much sense every time we talk to somebody. You know, every time we talk to somebody on the left. It's like, all right, so do you say... Are you saying that because somebody has black skin that that they're smarter? No. How about dumber? Absolutely not. Okay. So you can see that the skin color doesn't really dictate any of that, right? Well, blacks, blacks. All right. Uh, Has there ever been a rapist who had black skin. Oh, oh. They will not want to admit it, but eventually they will. All right. Well, has there ever been a hero that saved lives that also had black skin? Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, now you can see that there's that there's bad people and good people in all groups. Fucking A. Right? And it's just that little seed that you plant in there that they'll have a hard time fighting off in the back of their head. It's it's logic and reason, rationale and common sense. And yes, they'll probably hear some 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 good arguments for bad ideas in the future from Sam Cedar or somebody like him. Which, by the way, uh, the Young Turks are in a bit of a dispute with Jimmy Dore. They're all on the left, and Sam Cedar is taking the, the Young Turk side against Jimmy Dore, and. Uh, uh, what's her fucking name? Anna Kasperian, uh, who's an Armenian? If you remember in my last episode, I was just talking about the uh, Armenians. She's an Armenian. There's an Armenian gem- genocide by the Young Turks back in the day, and still going on today, by the way, uh, or at least attempted. And, um, Cenk Yurger, whatever the fuck his chubby ass name is, uh, He denied the Armenian genocide for the longest time. I have to assume that Anna Kasperian has got some slack from Armenians for that shit. (laughs) Truly. Truly. At least they should um, have given her some shit for it. But anyway, I'm at my destination, so uh, we'll see if I can put another one on tonight. If not, then this will be the Tuesday night special, but let's hope that I can get another one out tonight. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.